pour yourself a drink, pull up a chair, because it's another episode of the Sports Bar brought to you by your favorite barman, Kibbs. Andrew. And on today's episode, we'll be taking an in-depth look into the weekend's fixtures. But make sure first you go and follow us on social media uh, on Instagram, Drew. At the Sports Bar KE. And on Facebook, The Sports Bar. Our first segment this week is called uh, The Random, where we give you insight on what's been happening through the week with yeah. regards to sports. There's been a lot of football this week, so there, where, where do we start from? There's been a ridiculous amount. But personally, I'd like to take a look at Serie A, where we had a couple of games which were really entertaining. Uh, Spezia and Inter ended 1-1 with a goal from Ivan Perisic and Farias to Spezia. AC Milan lost in a game at home versus Sassuolo with Raspadori getting a brace for Sassuolo and one for Hachan Chanaloglu for Milan. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough. It was a great comeback. It was, it was, but Raspadori is really proving to be one of the most underrated players in Serie A currently and I think he might get a call up in the Italian national team. We took a look at Juve. Juve won 3-1. Fortunately, they considered one of the goals of the season, in my opinion, from Parma. Bragman calling one of the best free kicks I've seen in a while. Though the defenders for Juve stepped up, uh, Sandro getting a brace and Matthias Delict uh, getting one goal. Uh, Roma and Atalanta played out a 1-1 draw. Unfortunately, the game had two red cards. Yeah, it didn't matter really because the goals were all scored by the 69th minute and nothing much else happened. But the game of the week was Lazio versus Napoli, a seven-goal thriller where we saw Insigne, Politano and Osimhen put Napoli five goals to the good against Lazio's two with a goal from Shiro Immobile and a beautiful free kick by Sergio Milinkovic Savic. And Senior's goal, uh, was it the second goal? Was it the third goal? Yeah, it was beautiful. Oh, that beautiful th- color that left Peperina. Uh, rooted. There was nothing you could do. <laughs> was, I mean. He was catching bats. <laughs> <laughs> it was a beautiful goal. Yeah. I think all the goals in that Lazio game were just spectacular. Yeah. Because the only two which I'd say looked like normal goals were the ones scored by Osimhen and uh, Shiro. If you haven't watched those highlights, you should really look for that game. Or better yet, just start watching the series. Trust me, it is ridiculously Or listen to us and then you'll get lost anyway. <laughs> on to the next league. Where... Actually, before before we move on, there's just one thing. I believe the Serie A league might be done. Uh, Inter are now 10 points clear. Yeah, that's the thing. And it's crazy that what's happening underneath them. Between the second position, AC Milan, and in fifth where we have Napoli, yeah. there are three points. There's so much musical chairs which could happen by the end of the season that I just think everyone should keep an eye on what's happening in the Serie A. Yeah, we'll keep you informed on all the happenings in Syria. That Now that the United rejects look like they're going to win the <laughs> league finally, yeah. someone's going to dethrone Juventus after how long? Uh, nine, nine, years. nine consecutive, nine consecutive years. That's, Scudettos. that's impressive. Yeah. On to the next league, which is something well, very close as well. What the, do you want to talk about? Drew? The La Liga. The La Liga. Yeah, it's, it's hotting up in La Liga. This week, we had a full round of fixtures with Real in... Real, Barcelona, Atleti were all in. They all had a game this week. The Real game ended in a 3-1 win for Real Madrid with Karim Benzema grabbing a brace. Barcelona ran out uh, 5-2 winners yesterday with uh, Messi being Messi, performing yeah. like... And Antoine Griezmann also getting a goal. Although Messi is impressive, but let's not uh, uh, overlook uh, Cucurella. 
who caused their own goal for Barcelona. Yeah, but they lost the game at the end of the day. It was an inspired. It was an inspired performance. Yeah, they had a really good game. Uh, Atleti, who are top of the league, won against Huesca with two goals to the good. Who mm. got the Atleti goals? Uh, yeah, and then that leaves the table really close, I guess. Atleti are top of the table with 73. Real are second with 70 points. Barca are third with 68. And Sevilla round off the top four with 67 points. And Barcelona have a game in hand. Yeah, and Barcelona have a game in hand. Mm. So watch out for La Liga as well. It's going to be an interesting end to the season. Yeah, but I mean, I believe Atleti will win it because Diego Simeone would commit anything even close to a homicide if to Barcelona win, win their game in hand they go up to one point uh, two. Up two points off, off of the top yeah. and how many games do you have left in the season like uh, five four. five or four? four yeah so you can never tell anything can happen between now and the end of the season yeah. Atleti look assured to win the league but we might be surprised if Barcelona manage to pull this out of the the bag There'll be that'll be one heck of an achievement. I, I believe uh, Ronald Koeman should get a statue if that happens. If it happens, honestly, <laughs> he should he deserve one after all the trouble he's been through this year. Yeah. Uh, on to the next league. I think it's the Premier League. Premier League. Yeah. Well, we had a not a full round of fixtures. I think we had like five or six games this uh, week. It was mostly games which hadn't been played. Uh, mm-hmm. Those ones which were postponed, plus the Monday night fixtures which completed the weekend game we, week. Yeah, we started out on Monday with Leeds Liverpool ending yeah. in a 1-1 draw. Sadio Mane finally got back into scoring mm-hmm. and hopefully that's a sign that is going to be back to his best soon. Diego Llorente got the equalizer for Yeah, a Leeds. powerful header. That was a ridiculously powerful header. In yeah. the middle of a corner, out jumps everyone. Beautiful delivery from Jack Harrison. It was spectacular. On Tuesday, and an inspired Chelsea ran out in the, and uh, ran out a nil-nil draw against Brighton. Yeah, I mean, it was so unfortunate for Brighton because uh, they wasted so many chances. Adam Lallana was clean through but could not finish. And in the last knockings of the game, Danny Welbeck smashed an effort against the post. Chelsea were very lucky to even get that result. What about on Wednesday? On Wednesday, we got to see Spurs with the new interim manager, Ryan Mason, the youngest the manager, youngest manager in, in Premier League, League history, history. Yeah. 29. They played Sutton and uh, had a 2-1 win, though it was not all their way. They... It was uh, a hard fought win. It was a hard fought win. I believe the Bale got back into his scoring form. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Ings is also back. He headed in from a James Wan Prowse header. Mm-hmm. But the final say came to our friend, the son, <laughs> Sonaldo. Sonaldo. Yeah, he had a goal cancelled out around the 67th minute, mm-hmm. but he came good with a penalty after Sergio Regulon was taken out. I think we had box. the City game also on Wednesday, City Aston Villa. Yes. Oh, that was a crazy game as well. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that when I saw a one-minute goal, 20 seconds, 20.35 seconds for the Villa goal. John McGinn. John McGinn with yeah. an assist from Oli Watkins. I was sure it was going to be a crumbling night for City. However, the boy wonder Phil Foden equalizes and Rodri gets the winner. Uh, in a few minutes after the Rodri goal, we saw a straight red card for John Stones, which I was thinking, it's over. Villa are going to win this game. Mm-hmm. And then Villa right back, Mati Cash, takes up two yellow cards in five minutes to make it 10 against 10. That was and, a very exciting game. Yeah, it was uninspired after the two red cards. But before that, oh, it was beautiful. For yeah, the and then the last fixture of the week from the Premier League was between Leicester and West Brom. 
Yanacho. Where I lost our Reynald 2-0 winners against West Brom with Kelechi Yanacho grabbing another I, I don't know what they're feeding. <laughs> I, I just don't know. <laughs> Juju. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Yanacho for the past two seasons has been a joke. Yeah. yeah and, I then, think. and then all of a sudden... He's blossomed into this little, number one striker for Leicester at yeah. the moment. It's not even Jimmy Vardy, though he got a goal also he, yesterday. He did get a goal and the assist for Yanacho. Yeah, yeah, for goal. The yeah. relationship now is reminiscent of the title-winning team, which saw Jimmy Vardy and Shinji Kasaki just compliment each other. Do you think they're going to finish in the top four? It's tough to say because... Uh, From where they stand, they're third. So it's well, very how possible. How do I put this? Brendan Rodgers has this tendency to Let me give you a rundown of the league table. Number one is City after their win against Aston Villa with 77 points. Second is United with 66. Third is Leicester with 59. Mm-hmm. And then Chelsea is right behind them with four points, so they are at 55. West Ham are also at 55, and mm. Chelsea and West Ham have a game this weekend. Number six, we have Tottenham at 53, Liverpool also at 53. And then tonight's game, uh, the Everton versus Arsenal game, yep. gets to decide who goes up to, who goes above the other on the table. Well, but Everton still do have a game on hand on Arsenal. Yeah, Arsenal have 46, and Everton have 49 at eight. I so. mean, Leicester are in a strong position, I will not deny that, but it's Brendan Rodgers. He was going to win the title and then his captain slips. <laughs> I mean, he, last season, he was assured uh, Champions League spot. Yeah. All of a sudden, they lose the last four games of the season. Let's give them credit. though. They're, they've I really mean, had a good season. They've been consistent. They've been up there for most of the season. So <laughs> let's hope for the best for them. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, something else that happened this week, actually, and I don't know if many people have noticed, Norwich are back. Yeah, Norwich are back in the Premier, Premier League. League. Yeah, the championship is all but settled with Norwich and Watford looking to bounce straight back up. And the other team that was relegated last season, Bournemouth, in the playoffs. In position. the playoff spots as well. So yeah. that might be something. That Imagine might be something. Three, teams, three teams that were relegated last season bouncing back into the Premier League directly. It's yeah, that's, that's something. Yeah. And we actually also got the first relegation of the season with Sheffield, Sheffield United. Sheffield United having confirmed out. to go down. Yeah, yeah. So, sad, so, sad, sad, sad story. But but after the season they had last year, you'd imagine. You'd, it's you'd unexpected. Imagine. Yeah, but it's, that's what you get. It was, I mean, it's called the second season syndrome for a reason. Yeah. I mean, not many teams have such a great first and great second. Wolves being probably the exception to the uh, rule. We want to touch on the Farmers League, which is... Uh, uh, what's it called? Liga. Uh, <laughs> well, PSG have a game against Mets tonight. Is it tonight? Yeah, no, um, it's, tomorrow. it's tomorrow. They play tomorrow. And actually, Mets have been one of the surprise packages of the season, mm-hmm. a team that was promoted this season and are having a phenomenal season. They've taken some pretty big scalps through the season and now look to add PSG to their locker. However, that's not even the craziest thing. If uh, PSG lose, they could drop out of the Champions League positions. <laughs> yeah, the, the by virtue league, of the league being very intriguing and close this season. Yeah, but another really good game that's coming up this weekend would be Lyon and Lille. Yeah, so uh, let's, that's a game of first against fourth. So let's Lille, keep an eye out for Ligue 1 as well. Yeah, Ligue 1 looks pretty good. And uh, is that it? Am I, not yeah, 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 I think that's it for the rundown this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's see where we go next. So we move on to the weekend preview where we'll be talking about everything happening this weekend. And before we jump into it, make sure you follow us on our socials at Instagram. The Sports Bar KE and on Facebook. The Sports Bar. Now, here we'll be talking about what we think are the games to look out for. And we hope 
you'll be talking to us on social media as the going ons happen. Yeah, tell us what you think when the games go on. Yeah, through so our social channels and yeah, Lindsay. So what do we have to look forward to this weekend? Well, first of all, I want to talk about the final of the Carabao Cup. This is the first final uh, Spurs are playing in since the Champions League collapse, mm. and it could be their first title since two thousand and eight. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot on the line, and for Pep, this could be his fifth Carabao Cup in the in a row. City have been have been the only club taking this tournament seriously for a long time. Yeah. And here we have a Spurs team that lost their manager but managed to win the first game out. So we never know. Though I'd be remiss if I didn't remind you that Harry Kane might not be available for the game yeah. uh, since his injury last weekend. So a lot on the line uh, for both teams, but I don't know how it will go. It's really hard. Uh, City have been inspired. They've gone on a serious run of games where they've been winning. Unfortunately, they lost uh, John Stones midweek to a straight red card, so he'll not be available for them. But Boyuanda is still available. Who's Boyuanda? <laughs> Phil Foden. Oh, Phil Foden. <laughs> Phil Foden is still available. So yeah. let's see how that game goes. City against Tottenham in the Carabao Cup yeah, final. When? The final. When is that? that is Sunday. That is on Sunday. That is Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, uh, on the same page uh, with regards to football, we have the Premier League too this weekend. Yeah, and speaking of Sunday, 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 we do have United versus Leeds. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, United trying to mount a late charge for the title. Mm-hmm. We have Leeds trying to finish in the top 10. Bielsa ball has been beautiful, but is it going to be enough? It's it, only one way to know. It'll be a very huge achievement if they finished <laughs> in the top 10 in their first season in the league. But I don't think they will. I think, okay, being if I was a Leeds fan, I'm not saying I am, I'm not saying I'm not, but if I was a Leeds fan, I'd be happy just surviving. This is what, 20 years later, since they were relegated, and you come back and you're able to survive. I mean, I would be happy no matter what position I'm in. But if you have the chance to finish in the top 10 by the end of the season, I mean, you have to go for it. So they're looking to have a very strong end to the season and hopefully finish at the, in the top 10, maybe mm. in place of a team like Arsenal, yeah. Everton or... Aston Villa. Aston Villa, yeah. But if I was a Leeds fan and just manage my expectations, yes, there's a chance. Yeah. But... With great expectations come great disappointments. Okay, <laughs> another game uh, to look forward to. Uh, another game to look forward to is the Liverpool-Newcastle game this yep. weekend. With Liverpool trying to mount a challenge to get into the top four after their decline this season, champions my food. Yay! <laughs> They've just been on a decline since the Virgil van Dijk injury. I don't know I if think they'll be able to pull that. it. I mean, a lot of people point out, oh, Van Dijk got injured. That's why Liverpool have been. No, it was before that. Let's uh, let's not forget Van Dijk was playing when they were molested by Aston Villa. They've just been on a decline this season, though. You don't know. The front three has been toothless at times. <laughs> Mo Salah has been on and off the entire season. Firmino has not been doing anything, basically. Mane has been barely seen anywhere. Uh, There's an APB out for him. (laughs) You know, as in Liverpool is just on a decline, playing against a Newcastle side looking to survive in the league for another season. Well, I think... It's it's usually the same story with Newcastle every season. It's always look to survive, look to survive, look to survive, which is very interesting because with with a little investment into the team, I think they'd also be pushing for a top top 10 spot. Look at West Ham right now. 
look at Leicester. Those are good case studies. Look at Aston Villa. And Newcastle has been around the Premier League for a very long time. So, yeah. yeah. Let's look at Newcastle in a realistic point of view. Mike Ashley is still the club owner. Yeah. A lot of fans have had an outcry about them and having him fired because he's using the club as an advertisement for his company, Sports Direct. Yeah. He doesn't put money in. He only lets players go. So it's been very hard. And when you're being managed by... <laughs> the, the tactician version of I don't even know I don't have a joke for him right now but Steve Bruce yeah. great player won Champions League football with uh, United. United but as a man, manager he is terrible he's basically the Uhuru of the Premier League wow what a, <laughs> so, what a comparison however I genuinely think Newcastle are safe uh, they're what seven points clear of the drop right now yeah. with Scott Parker and Fulham looking to join West Brom and Sheffield down below. Yeah. So another, I think they're safe, but you you never know these things. Yeah, another game to look forward to this weekend is the West Ham Chelsea game. Ooh. Uh proper London derby between the fourth and the fifth team in the table. That sounds tied lit. at on the same points, both at fifty five. Mm. Yeah. So whoever wins that game goes into the top four. I mean I feel for West Ham with the inspirational Lingardino. Lingardino. Well, I think he's he missed the game, yeah. Yeah, he's injured. He, po- he has a hamstring injury, but with, we don't know. Uh, David Moyes is here to release any statement about his fitness. With a resurgent, resurgent Chelsea. I nearby. mean, we can't call them resurgent when they were drawing against Brighton, who are also in a relegation squad. I think they just had a bad day at their office. They had really good chances, I, and the Brighton keeper also had a really good day. Yeah. But let's see what Chelsea have in store for I us this weekend. That's a proper London derby. That's a proper London derby. But I think for Chelsea, without a proper out-and-out number nine, they're going to struggle. I'm... I'm I don't you, know what Tukel is doing. Uh, Hi, <laughs> I mean, if I was Thomas Tukel, I'd call back Tammy Abraham mm-hmm. to the side. Yeah. He's proven himself to be able to score. And he's young and really good. Uh, but now that we've talked about the PL, I want to talk about Serie A. Well, probably my favorite league. I mean, I love AC Milan since the days of Nesta and Maldini. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, there are a couple of good games. We have Inter taking on 10th place Verona as they try and keep the distance between them and 2nd place AC Milan. Juventus versus Fiorentina as they try and solidify that third, maybe moving to 2nd this weekend. Mm-hmm. And finally, we have probably the biggest game of the weekend on Monday night where we have AC Milan taking on Lazio. Oh, that is a beautiful that game. That is a beautiful fixture list. Ibrahimovic will be back after serving his suspension. Yeah. Shiro Immobile, El Capitano chasing the golden boot. It just has a classic written on it. And let, probably the best defensive signing uh, Milan have made this season Actually, comes from Chelsea. Tomori. Fikayo Tomori. Yeah. He has been exceptional. His reading of the game, his ability to position himself just where you need him has yeah. been amazing. Yeah, and, on to the next league, which yeah. is La Liga, which is turning out into be into a, into quite a classic this year. Yeah, what's happening there? The the top four are separated me. Uh, from the first team to the fourth team, yeah. they're all separated by three points, with Atletico leading the league. At uh, 70, 73. Yep. Real at second at 70. Barca at 68. Sevilla at 67. This Ooh. weekend, Real are playing against Betis, which should be uh, a very, very difficult game for them. Hey, you say that, but Betis have been one of the most unusual teams to watch. They have the yeah, quality, on and off. They have on the and quality off. to even be in the top four, but mm-hmm. they are just so haphazard in their football that 
Real could thump them 6-0 this weekend and I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, Barcelona playing against Villarreal away from home. Oh, Unai Emery. Unai Emery <laughs> against a very resurgent Barcelona side. But Villa which also is, really good. Yeah, but Barcelona are looking to catch Atleti and get yeah. to the top of the table. And then, speaking of Atleti, they are playing Bilbao on Sunday, which Ooh. is a very interesting game as well. They need to win this game. If they don't and Barcelona win, and Barcelona have a game in hand, that means that technically means Barcelona are on top of the table. Yeah, mathematically, it's possible. It but, is possible. So. And I really don't have good signs for Atletico this weekend. I mean, Bilbao are not really the most consistent team, but within that squad, they have probably a great bit of talent. Yeah. If you look at their captain, Ikea Munyain, and you have their striker, Inaki Williams, uh, you have the defensive rocks and the goalkeeper. I mean, it's such a strong squad that they could realistically thump. Cause a tricky, Atleti. Co- cause Atleti tra- trouble. Yeah, yeah, actually, with Atleti's frailties this season, mm. it's really tell. It's really tough to tell what you can expect and from them. So we're not sure if uh, Suarez will be playing. Yeah, but Llorente, Jao Felix, they, they do have squad depth. So yeah, keep an eye out for La Liga as well. Yeah. Uh, in the German Bundesliga. There's a very interesting fixture with Dortmund trying to get into the top four mm. at the expense of Wolfsburg, who are third on the table. Uh, Mines are playing against Bayern München. Great. <laughs> They're 10 points ahead of Leipzig on the table. So it's practically wrapped as well, yeah. just like in Italy, yes. But I feel bad for Bayern. I mean, Bayern without uh, Lewandowski are just Arsenal. <laughs> Let's be honest. They are 10 points ahead <laughs> in the league, so with or without Lewandowski, they are yeah, They still that, have yeah. Leon Skoretska. This weekend, too, we have UFC 261 with uh, the welterweight main event being the welterweight championship between right. Kamau Kamau Usman. Yeah, it's Kamaru, but Kamau Usman. And I'm sure he's taking on Fighting against George Masvidal. We have the co-main event, the strawweight welterweight championships, which is Weili Zhang against Rose Namajunas. Mm. We also have the flyweight championship on the line, Valentina Shevchenko against Jennifer Andrade. This is on Sunday, 25th April at 5 a.m. If you're you're an alibad like (laughs) me and you love fighting like I do, so watch out. Generally, that Andrade fight sounds very interesting because I've, both of those ladies are ridiculously talented. I've been honestly looking forward to this fight card because I'm waiting for the rematch between Kamau and Masvidal. Masvidal. Yeah, it's <laughs> a, it's been a it's a good fight. It's it's been hyped to be biased. Let's see what they all have in store for us on Sunday morning. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yes that, to violence. Yes, that's <laughs> it for the segment today. Yeah, the weekend preview is done and. Uh, you guys, I hope by now, that is 10 minutes. If you haven't subscribed to our social media platforms, we are not going to be friends. Yeah, on Instagram, <laughs> it's at the Sports Bar KE. And, and on Facebook, it's... The Sports Bar. Thank you very much. So, yeah, yeah. let's continue. Our next segment is uh, the Sports Bar selection, mm. where we get to pick two of the... Two of what we think will be the most interesting sports of the weekend. So, Gibbs, you want to go first? What's your What's your pick of the weekend? Uh, my pick of the weekend, actually, is it will come from a league which you were just hating on, the yeah. French Liga. Farmers League, you mean, yeah? Yeah, <laughs> where uh, Lille will be taking on Lyon. Yeah. That's a match between first and third. Mm-hmm. And it has a lot of repercussion to the table. Currently, Lille are in top, but between them and fourth-placed uh, Lyon are three points. Mm-hmm. And in between them lie uh, Monaco and PSG, with PSG playing Mets and uh, Monaco taking on Angers. So, depending on how this game plays out, we could have a new league leader. Lyon uh, could beat Lille. They have the quality, and Memphis Depay has been in scary form. And uh, his 
partner up front, Tokoe Kambi, has also been getting a lot of goals with the de- defensive rock in denier, really denying opposition's uh, attempts and goal. Mm, and the goalkeeper, yeah. Yeah, and the goalkeeper Lopez, yeah. who uh, looks to be taking the number one position for Portugal's you know, goal. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't be surprised if Paris came back and just took the I championship. I mean, the, this is the perfect weekend for them to get up top. Mm-hmm. Because if Lille are held, even if they draw yeah. uh, with Lyon, and Paris win. it will be a one-point game. A one-point game with about six games left to play yeah. in the season. Meaning Leon, Lille will have to have a perfect season to keep PSG off of them. Because currently even the goal difference favors PSG. So this really is a season decider. That's your pick for the weekend? That is my pick for the weekend. I genuinely have faith in Lille to get a win. But there's only so much you can ask of a 37-year-old Jose Font in defense. Yeah. <laughs> who well. wants to be their captain. My pick for the weekend, uh, honestly, I'd love to see the London derby between Chelsea and West mm-hmm. Ham, but there's something heavier. I think UFC 261 is is heavier. The Kamaru, Usman, and George Masvidal fight has been on the cards for a long time now. It's something everyone's been waiting for. Yeah. George Masvidal holds the belt for the BMF. You know what that means? Yes. But it's mother. Motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Kamaru Usman is the welterweight champion of the world. Yeah. These two have been going at each other for the longest time. It's been about that's been on the cards for a very long time with UFC chairman Dana White always threatening to have it now and then it's been mm. postponed because of COVID before yeah. so yeah everyone's been waiting for this UFC 261 the Kamaru Usman Kamaru and Masvidal fight is the main card mm. co-main event is the strawweight world championship as well between Wei Li Zhang and Rose Namajunas which also is going to be a very interesting fight and then the other fight on the card is also a championship fight in the flyweight category between Valentina Shevchenko and Jessica Andrade so for all my fighting lovers out there to a violence violence, (laughs) make sure on Sunday morning you get up very early the card will start at 5 a.m. so yeah keep an eye out it definitely does sound like a packed weekend especially okay the Masvidal and Kamaru fight really does sound interesting especially seeing how quick Masvidal is off the blocks yeah but I mean if Kamaru, he has the fastest KO in UFC history. Yeah, unfortunately, Ben Askren was the victim, and yeah. then he gets beat by Logan Paul in boxing. Which it's is, been a bad, which is a bad year. For which him. is very surprising because we're <laughs> How is that even possible? Yeah, but I genuinely think that the UFC card looks crazy, yeah. enticing. It's one of those that you just can't miss. Yeah, on our next episode on Monday, we'll do a recap of, of what happened. So make sure you follow us on social media and keep in touch with us. To Let's have a conversation. Let's have a conversation through the weekend. And yeah, let's have fun together. Whew. What a day. And finally, we come to our last segment, which we call Opinions and Predictions. So Drew, you're quite the controversial head. What do you have for us in your opinions? Uh, how about we start with my predictions? No, no, <laughs> no, no, let, no. Let's start with the predictions. Uh, what are you and hiding? We'll get to <laughs> I have a lot to say. I, I, I want to rant a bit. Yeah? Okay, okay. I, I'll concede. I'll concede. Uh, let's hear. Yeah. What games do you have for us? Uh, this week, um, I'm going to take the Wolfsburg Dortmund game. Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting game because I believe Dortmund needs to win this game for them to even have a chance of getting into the top four, which guarantees them a direct qualification into next season Champions League. Mm-hmm. So I believe. Dortmund are 
need to win this game. So I'm going to give them a 2-0 scoreline. I believe Dortmund are going to win 2-0. All right. Yeah, that's one of my games. Which game do you have? Well, I have uh, United and Leeds. Yes. Ooh. That's interesting. <laughs> that's an old rivalry. That's an and old And it's going to be rivalry. at Elland Road, I believe. United are away, yes. Yes. And uh, I'd love to give it to the home team. I really would. But the consistency of the Leeds team has been haphazard. Mm-hmm. Uh, United have shown their pedigree when they're taking on lower opposition and a team below them. So... My prediction for this is a 3-1 win for Leeds with probably Rashford punishing Leeds. 3-1 <laughs> win for Leeds or United? United winning. For United, yes. Yeah, United win. Yeah, uh, the other game I'm going to do is the Chelsea-West Ham game. Yep. I believe this is one of the games of the weekend also. Yep. So Chelsea and West Ham are neck-to-neck on the Premier League table at 55 points each with... Mm-hmm. Chelsea above West Ham on top of the table, I think on goal difference. Yeah. So whoever wins this game goes above the other in the table. And I believe Chelsea might just have too much fire firepower for West Ham. So I'm going to give Chelsea a 1-0 win. 1-0? Chelsea 1-0 win. Oh, that's brave. You're giving Edward Mendy a clean sheet. (laughs) Uh, My next choice uh, for this weekend will be... Milan and Lazio. Mm-hmm. Now, Lazio have just come from a goal first, a real thriller. A losing. On the losing side. Nash And so too did Milan lose this weekend, uh, midweek, yeah. 2-1 to Sassuolo. But we do have uh, the X factor. Or should I say the Z factor. This is Latin. Yes. He's the lion back, is yeah. back. Yeah. Uh, so I think it will be another goal first, mm-hmm. but... This time a five-goal thriller, 3-2 to Milan. 3-2 to Milan. I believe they're playing at the Giuseppe Miazza, so... Yeah, my next prediction is going to be on the UFC fight. This one has just had so much. This one has so much spice to it. (laughs) But I think Kamaru is going to have a lot for George Masvidal. So, yeah, I'm going to pick Kamaru to whoop his ass. (laughs) Yep, that sounds like a plan. Uh, Do you have another prediction? I actually have two left. Mm. But first, I'll talk about Lyon and Lille, Mm. which I talked about in my selection of the game week. Mm. I truly do believe Lille have had an incredible season with uh, a wear up front getting the goals. Joseph Font has actually been pretty solid despite my jokes about his age. I think Lille might just edge them in a 4-3 game. 4-3 game. Yeah, 4-3 to Lille. My last game is on Atleti who I believe need to win this game this weekend more than anyone. They play against Bilbao. And if they lose this game, Barcelona have a game in hand. And Barcelona also playing this weekend against uh, Villarreal, which is a really tough match. Mm. But Atleti need to win. So, yeah, I'm going to give them a... You know what? Bilbao is a really tough team to beat away from home. So, this I'm going to go for a nil-nil draw on this one. Nil-nil. Nil-nil draw on this one. All right. And uh, for me, finally, I have the Carabao Cup final. I mean, we're talking Spurs v City... Pep v Ryan Mason. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a tough game. It's a really tough manager. I know. Spurs, yeah. I, I know uh, a lot of people will think, oh, this is an obvious win for City. City have been here before. They know what it takes. Pep is a serial winner. But I think right now Spurs need to do everything to keep Kane and so on, their top players. And if they can't deliver a trophy, even something like a Carabao Cup, it will be difficult in the summer. So I genuinely think Spurs are going to fight. It's going to be a tough game, but it will be a City win in penalties. 5-4 on penalties. So, nil-nil on regular time? 2-2. And a 5-4 win for City on penalties. All right, that's it for our predictions. (laughs) Our next segment is basically opinions. Tell us. You've been been avoiding this, Drew. I think there's been one dominant 
thing on the news this week about sports and that's Ooh. the European Super League. Oh, Have I, you heard I, of the European Super I, League? No, I thought you were talking about Mazis Spin. Anyways, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's this thing called the European Super League. If you're a football fan, you've been you've been wondering what's going on all week with Premier League clubs. Uh, meetings here and there, FIFA, Cosigny, Florentino, Florentino Perez. Perez. So, <laughs> the, basically, the top 15 clubs in the world, minus, I think it's Bayern and uh, PSG Paris and, and Dortmund, Dortmund yeah. came together and decided to break away from the European uh, Champions League. Yeah, Champions League as well as the Europa League. But yeah. instead of having that, they wanted to make it. So they decided a to break away and create something of their own, which is called the European Super League. Basically, 12 teams, which they said are the biggest in Europe, play each other, play and each other as every, a, in a league every other week in a league format. Yeah, and, then, and the 12 teams are guaranteed no relegation. Yeah. So basically, no competition. Basically, you don't get into the competition via merit. Via merit, yes. So, and it would be very difficult for any team outside the top six, let's say in the Premier League, to get into the European Super League, yeah. which would be the epitome of European football in terms of marketing and and all the TV rights across the world. Especially because uh, before everything happened, the principal distribution for the European Super League was either going to be Disney+, Plus, Netflix, or Amazon, which carried a lot of money. Yeah, so this is capitalism on another level. So basically, it's Sheikh Mansour from Man City. <laughs> it's the Glazer family. From United. From United. Stan Kroenke it's the Stan from, from Arsenal. Arsenal. Florentino, it's Florentino Perez. Perez from Real Madrid. Agnelli from it's Juventus. Agnelli from Juventus. <laughs> it's um, what's Joan Laporta from Barcelona. Yeah. So all these guys came together, being some of the richest and wealthiest humans on the planet, <laughs> with Roman Abramovich also part of this, Daniel Levy, yeah. the ownership of Tottenham, Liverpool. They all came together and decided they are going to fund a Super League that's, that's not viable for it's, the European football community. But basically I mean, it's getting the 12 biggest teams in the world playing against each other week in week out without any 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 of the other teams in any other league. Okay. I I get what you guys okay. have been really so bitter listen, about this but I don't get it. The only reason what why... my problem is what defines a top 6 club because at the end of the day if Leicester managed to finish in the top 4 right now and Arsenal finish 8th so, what merits Arsenal going on top of Leicester in the Super League rather than Leicester going, rather than Leicester being in the Super okay. League? Okay, I, I see that's been a lot of what people are talking about. And I think most people are taking it the wrong way. You see, these 12 teams are launching the European Super League because of one thing. Between the 12 clubs inside the ESL, those are the biggest fan bases in world football. That's not a problem. The right? problem is... So think about it this way. Why would you launch a brand new footballing tournament and you have the likes of Burnley and Leicester in it? You need the most fans to watch. And at, uh, wait, I'm not done. I'm not done. At, at, at the end of the day, listen. And PSG and Bayern aren't there. True. And they also have really big fan bases. But the idea would be, if I was in their shoe launch it to the 12 teams and expand it to a 20-league tournament and add teams as you go on and add the relegation the problem factor. Is, but people aren't willing to listen. The problem is they didn't take in any... They didn't take any recommendation from the fans. Yeah. So here's my thing. 
United playing against Burnley. Yes, United fans are the majority all over the world. Yeah. They're the ones who will watch the game mostly. Mm. But Burnley fans also play a part in this. Yes, Yes, true. they do. So they make up the football fans. So why not also hear them out? Okay, let me ask you a question. Very simple. You said the fans weren't listened to. Yes, they weren't. When when are they considered? When they pay fifteen pounds to watch a Burnley versus Newcastle when game? When they buy <laughs> players' shirts because of marketing, these fans are the ones paying money to watch these games on it's TV. It's true, but these TV rights are sold to fans. Yeah, it's okay. true. But here's the thing: when the current Premier League format was launched in 1992, the same concerns were there. When the European League was broken into the Europa the, and Champions League, these were the same the concerns. Problem with, the only the thing problem they, with the Super League is they didn't want to take into account anyone else's. Though the 12 big clubs didn't want to take into account anyone else's ideas. Okay, They sat down, they came up with a format that they wanted to force down everyone's throat. And, and isn't that, it's been rejected by all football fans around the world. Well, not all. <laughs> genuinely, okay, here's the thing. I genuinely thought it was a good idea. Because of one thing, we need to break from the norm. Yes, the Champions League and the Europa League have been very entertaining. They're still really good to watch. But I believe it's time for something new. The league format makes sense. You have more games through the season. You have more fans coming in. And it will just be more enticing to see your team, which you think is really big, get relegated in the long run. I'd love to see That's a situation the where... Thing. That's the other thing. They are guaranteed safety. They are not for guaranteed. This, for they the not first guaranteed. season... But listen, at the end of the, the day, the merit of sports is basically competition. Yeah. If we are not competing, then we are not serving the fans anything. <laughs> it's like going into an octagon for a UFC fight, and then on a pig on a social aid, kid designs a benaskra and octagon. It doesn't make sense. What's the point? Uh, and you call me and you could take octagon in your fight. Why would I be willing to buy a jersey? Why? Nana Jua, Tim Yangu, Haita, Onekana Kotim. I mean, we're moving into a new era of football. That's well, what I see. This is why this segment is called Opinions. <laughs> and you hold yours, I hold mine. And we let the listeners decide. Yes. Who do you think is right? Who do you think do is you right? Side with do you want the European Super League to kick on or are you for the current Champions League format? But the current Champions League format is also going to get altered. So on Monday's show, we'll give you a bit of insight on mm-hmm. the changes to the Champions League format. But we'd love you to give it, give us your thoughts on this as well. So get in touch with us. Follow us on Instagram at the Sports Bar TV. And on Facebook, The Sports Bar. Yeah, and that's basically it. That's all the time we had this week on The Sports Bar. Yeah, I mean, again, you prevented me from drinking more than I really wanted to. So how about this? I'm going to go and get a drink and... You wrap things up here. Alrighty, give me one. Too. So, have a good weekend and let's meet on Monday. Adios.